What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional, so please consult with them first if you're thinking of making any changes. 10 things that go through my head every day that allow me to have great glucose control. I wanted to switch it up a little bit on this one, but I am going to say welcome to another episode of the Title Movement Podcast with me, your boy, Tight One Tom. Now, you know what this episode is going to be about because it's the first thing I fucking said. But before we get started, gang, please leave me a rating and a review on the podcast app. I read every single one of them and I really, it makes me buzz. It's slightly overwhelmed and I have pure gratitude towards it, but I get such a buzzing feeling. So thank you so much for everyone who listens to this podcast. When I started it over a year ago, um, I never expected, I just wanted to do a podcast, to be honest. I was like, hey, I've got a few stories to share. Let's do a podcast. And I never expected it to have this much of an impact and this couldn't have been, this wouldn't have happened without every single one of you guys that listen. So thank you very much. So please do leave me a rating and a review and also screenshot whatever device or platform you're listening to it on. Share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at type one underscore Tom. So guys, I was like, you know what? What can I... What can I take out of my head and give to you guys as type one? So this is going to be so valuable and so relatable to you as a type one diabetic because I bet, I bet you're going to be, you're, you're fucking going to be able to relate to some of these, all of you, all of you. And I just picked 10 things, 10 things that go through my head every single day that allow me to have great glucose control. I'm not saying I'm a fucking saint. I get highs, I get lows, yeah, but my averages in HbA1c and timing target is is great. I'm going to say that. Why? Because I've paid attention and I've learned, yeah? And when these things, when I had to drill them into my head, it was fucking hard. And I was having a chat with this um, on one of my client weekly workshop Zoom calls. And when we first start something, guys, it's fucking hard. Like, anything that is a first for us, or we're looking to get better at something, and we start to change things around, it's hard until it's done over and over and over and over and over again. And then what happens is it it becomes like atomic, yeah? It becomes just something that you do. So I want you to think about, about this. When you walk into a room, what's one of the first things that you do if it's dark? What's one of the first things that you do? You hit the fucking light switch. Do you think about hitting the light switch now when you walk into a room? No. I know that's a simple thing, but this shit that I'm going to tell you is no different. If you do something that often enough and you think about it, yes, it's hard in the beginning, but if you do it that often enough over and over again, it becomes ingrained in your brain that you just automatically think about it. So guys, shall we get into this? Should we get into this? In no particular order, yeah, but I'm going to start with the morning. As soon as I wake up, here's number one. What are my blood glucose levels? That's the first thing that goes through my head. After I've had my thyroxine, well, the same time, so I wake up, have my thyroxine, have a look at my um, my, de- my Dexcom, I prick my finger, and I, I see what my levels are. 
First thing, what are my levels? And you know what? This is ingrained in the back of my mind every single day, every few minutes of every day, it's there. It's atomic. It's in there. What are my levels? What are my levels? I'm lucky, lucky I can look at it on my watch. But it's there. And when you tap one say, I don't want to be constantly thinking about my levels, shut the fuck up because you do. But if you're looking to get better levels, it's going to be more prominent that you're thinking about them because if you've got shit control, you've not been thinking about it. Like I said at the start, when we change something, when we start to bring a new thought into our mind and we have awareness over something, it's more prominent. It takes up more mental energy until you get into the position that some of my clients are in now that I'm in. Throughout the day, it's there, it's the thought, what are my levels? It just happens. It happens. I don't push that thought process anymore. I did at the start, but I don't now, so it happens. So that's number one. Number two, still when I've got up in the morning, should I bolus? Am I high? Do we need to do a correction? Should I bolus? That's number two. Number three kind of ties in with number two, and that is, again in the morning, what exercise have I got planned for the day? What exercise have I got planned for the day? So my question, these all tie in one, two, and three. Wake up. What are my blood glucose levels? Should I bolus? What exercise have I got planned for the day? Am I going on a run in the morning? Am I going on a bike ride? Am I going to do some weights in the afternoon? What exercise have I got planned? This is what I'm thinking, yeah? Number one, what are my blood glucose levels? Number two, should I bolus? Number three, what exercise have I got planned for the day? Look, if I'm waking up on the higher end, so that's that's the first one, what are my blood glucose levels? And let's jump to number three. I'm going to go for a run. Let's go back to number two. Should I bolus? For me, probably not. See how them three tie in together? And a lot of these link in together. Yeah? So you've got the first three there. Number four. Number four of the things that go through my head every single day. I don't push them anymore. They're atomic. If I can do this, you can do it. Am I going to be seated for a long time? Have I got a lot of work on? Am I going to be sedentary? Yeah? That has a big impact on insulin sensitivity, guys, if you sat on your ass for a long time. Yeah? So that's number four. Number five. For me, because I'm on a pump, do I need to adjust my basal rate? If I'm waking up in the morning and I'm going out on a run or a bike ride in a few hours, do I need to set a temp basal? Probably. So that goes through my head. See how it all rolls in together? When I'm waking up, what my blood glucose level Should I bowl this? What have I got planned for that day? Am I going to be seated a lot? Less active? Do I need to put an increase or decrease a temp basal on my, on my pump? You guys that are on pens, unfortunately, you can't do that in the moment. You're probably going to have to be thinking a day or two days before for that. Yeah? So that's number five. Number six. Number six is a big one that you should all be aware of. And it's this. When was my last bolus of insulin? Why? Why, why do we ask that? Why? Because, guys, if you're on rapid-acting insulin... It peaks at about two to three hour mark. It's completely out and done its job around four hours. Now, I always ask myself, when was my last bolus? Predominantly so if I'm going to do some sort of exercise. 
Because if I'm going to do some sort of exercise and my last bolus was only two hours ago and it's going to be peaking within the next hour, and depending on if I'm in range and if the exercise session, if I'm on a bike or running or even sometimes weight's going to drop me, then I'm going to have to have some jelly babies to spike me up a little bit. Same with you. You should always be thinking, when was my last bolus? How much longer has this got to work? When was my last bolus of insulin? Yeah. Number seven. Number seven is, what am I going to eat for the day? Now, guys, I'll be honest with you. I don't track my food anymore. I've done years on doing that. I've done years. I don't track it. I don't pre-plan it. But for my clients and for you listening to this, if you're looking to get better control and be more, have more awareness around your food and your glucose levels, start fucking tracking your food. Why? Because it's going to bring that awareness. Yeah. Once you've done it for years and years, you're not going to have to do it all the time. I don't do it now. Every now and again, I might do. I don't. Why don't I? Because I have a mental note in my head of exactly, well, kind of roughly what I'm going to be eating for that day. As soon as I wake up, I know. At the moment, this is my schedule. I wake up, I run or ride or do some stretching and then I'll have my breakfast. Yeah. I never eat when I wake up. I just don't. I'm not hungry. My breakfast at the moment is one of the Quaker Oats protein pots and a salted caramel uh, grenade bar. Then a few hours after that, I'll have either chicken and rice or a ham salad sandwich. And then throughout the day, I might have a snack, another protein bar, a protein shaker, a banana or some dates. Then in the evening, it's whatever the fuck I fancy. It might be bolognese, it might be steak and chips, it might be pasta and meatballs last night. So I've roughly got something in my head of knowing what my day's looking like in terms of food. But if this is you and you're new to all this and your levels are a bit all over the place, it's probably down to something to do with food as well as a few other things. So start fucking tracking your food. Yeah, start tracking your food. So I've got a mental picture in my head every day of what I'm going to eat. Yeah, if it's not when I've woken up in the morning, it's a good few hours before that meal, I know what I'm going to have. The next thing, what we are, number eight. When I go out, do I have jelly babies? Jelly babies are my hypo treatment, preferred one of choice. So I always think when I leave the house and I always check, have I got jelly babies? Have I got my hypo treatments? It becomes automatic now. You should be doing the same. Never ever leave the house without anything to treat a low. Never. Don't be a fucking dick. Don't do it. Number nine. Number nine is a good one. Every single food, every single meal, most drinks, before I eat them, when I look at them, I ask myself, what's the carbs, what's the protein, what's the fat? Another reason why you guys need to be tracking your fucking food intake. I've done it for years. My guesstimation is very, very close. All of the time. It's very, very close. It's very rare when I'm out enough to cause a huge spike or a massive low. So I can get away with guesstimating. Why? Because I track my food for years. I track my food for years. So it's there. It's ingrained in my head. I can look at a plate of food and I can tell you roughly what the carbs are, what the protein is and what the fats are. How? Because I've tracked my food for years on end. So before 
every single snack, every single meal, most drinks, I will ask myself, what's the carbs, what's the protein, what's the fats? Why do I do that? Why do I do it? So I know what the fuck to bolus. That's why, and that's why you guys need to be doing the same. I never, ever, this is ingrained over 13 years, and there's some type ones that have had it longer than me that don't even do this. I've ingrained it in my brain. If I can do that, you can. If I can do it, you can. I can't, I cannot remember the last time I looked at food and did not think about the carbs, protein, and fats in it. It's fucking ingrained in there. And that's a good thing because it reflects in my glucose levels. My most successful clients are the same. It's ingrained in there. You need to be doing the same. Do it over and over and over again, tracking your food. And then you're going to be able to look at a plate of food and you could tell me what the carbs, protein and fats are. When you get to that position, guys, it's a very powerful position to be in. When you can look at a plate of food and you can roughly guesstimate the carbs, the protein and the fats in it within let's say 30 seconds or so, is a very good place to be in. I won't lie, at times, things do catch me out. But more, that's very rare. That's if I'm eating out. If I've made something, or it's a takeout that I normally get, or something like that, then I pretty much nail it. But if I try and go a bit exotic and have something I've never had before, and it's out they're the times that it gets a little bit trickier, yeah? So I'm not perfect, no one is perfect, I'm not saying that, I'm saying but more frequently than not, I will get it bang on or pretty damn close. And that's just from years of tracking and ingraining that in my mind. If you take one, one thing from the, these 10 things, I want it to be that, what are the carbs, what's the protein, what's the fat? In every single thing that goes into your fucking mouth. Yeah? Because some of you don't have awareness around it. You're not fucking paying attention. And you're getting a big spike all those and be like, why the fuck did that happen? It's because you didn't know the protein, the carbs and the fats. And you just stuck a few units in because you thought that was alright. Sorry mate, it doesn't work like that. The last thing. The last thing is a big thing. And throughout my day, this pops into my head at least three times. And it's this. Why am I doing all this? Why am I bothering? Why am I bothering wondering what I'm going to eat for the day? Why am I bothering planning my exercise? Why am I bothering thinking about where my last bolus was? Why am I bothering if I need to bolus? Why am I bothering if I'm going to be seated throughout the day? Why am I bothering thinking about what the carbs, the fats, the protein are in food? Why am I bothering if I need to adjust my basal insulin? Why, why am I doing all this? I remind myself, and I speak about this a lot, of my why. I've got a few. First thing, to inspire you guys. If I jumped on here and started chatting shit to you and I had shit control and my health was shit, would I be an inspiration? Would I be someone who you could come across and listen to these fucking podcast episodes or watch these lives or find my social media? And you could look at it and you could be like, you know what, that's fucking inspiring. That makes me want to do better. No, what a fuck. 
Would my clients be happy to do what I say if I wasn't doing what I say? No. Be hypocritical. Would I be able to look after those around me, my family, my mum and dad? No, I wouldn't if all this didn't go through my head and I wasn't doing this. Yeah? So I remind myself at least two or three times every day why I'm doing this. And that's something that you need to think about. I can't tell you your why, but that's something you need to think about. So guys, that's it. Quick recap. 10 things that go through my head every day that allow me to have great blood glucose control. Number one, what are my blood glucose levels? That's atomic now. All these things are atomic, guys. I've worked fucking hard and put the groundwork in. So this is just second nature now. It just happens. Speak to any type one and they'll tell you the same. Once you've done it for years and years and years, it just happens. Number one, what are my blood glucose levels? Number two, should I bolus? Number three, what exercise have I got planned for the day? Number four, am I going to be seated for a long time? Number five, do I need to adjust my basal insulin because I'm on a pump? Number six, when was my last bolus of insulin? You should always be asking yourself that. Number seven, what am I going to eat? Whether that be planning the night before, planning the morning, or planning a few hours before. Don't get caught out. Number eight, when I go out, when I leave the house for any reason, do I have my jelly babies? For you guys, do you have your hypo treatments? Number nine, every single thing that goes in your mouth. What are the carbs? What's the protein? What's the fats? Track your fucking food because that's the only way that you're going get, to get to know that shit. And number 10, why am I? No, why are we, why are we as type ones doing all this? Why? Always remember that. Guys, that is it. I hope you got value from this episode. And just remember, like with everything, when you first, like I keep fucking saying, when you start something, it's hard. Change is hard. It's always going to be hard. The first time, think about the first time you did anything. Anything new is hard. Everything. But the more you do it over and over and over a fucking again, the easier it, be- it gets and it becomes. Why? Because it becomes ingrained in your, ingrained in your brain. Remember the light switch, you walk into a room now, it's dark, you flick the fucking light switch, yeah? Thinking about your diabetes and your health and your glucose levels is no fucking different. The more that you do it, the more it becomes just an atomic sort of fucking action and a thought. So go fucking do it, put the groundwork in, work in, yeah? Because it's going to pay off down the line. That is it. If you got value from this episode, team, please leave me a rating and a review on the podcast app as it really does help me reach more type 1 diabetics. And I just want to say again, thank you very, very much for supporting my content, whether that be my Instagram, my Facebook, and this podcast. I do truly appreciate you. And I will continue, as a promise to you and myself, I will continue to push out valuable content to help you guys become a fucking dire badass. Let's fucking go team. Until the next episode, peace.